Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to Emmaus Way. My name is Ben. I'm on staff here along with Tim and Molly and Elizabeth and Mark. Well, all the staff sitting together. Where'd you, where'd you go, Elizabeth? There she is. Elizabeth, yeah. You know. That's fine. We'll get with you later. So welcome, welcome. Um, we are excited to celebrate sort of a, another milestone event in the life of our community tonight as we welcome many of our youngest in practices of dedication and baptism and glad to have a lot of visitors with us for that. Um, I encourage folks that if you can sort of like sneak in and fill all the chairs. We think we have about enough tonight. We're willing to put out some more, but yeah, just, you know, be, be close to one another. Obviously, we like that because if you're a visitor, you're a lot closer to the front than you've ever been at any other church you probably visited. So, okay. But I want to open our evening with this brief blessing from Jan Richardson. So to ask you all to focus your hearts with me in this prayerful space as we kick off our night. Blessing the baptism. As if we could call you anything other than beloved and blessed. Trenched as we are in our love for you. Washed as we are by our delight in you. Born anew as we are by the grace that flows from the heart of the one who bore you to us. Amen. Great words to open tonight. And I'm baptizing a daughter tonight, so that's, that's the, yeah. Phil, welcome again. Uh, many of you are co-ministers in our community, many of your guest family and friends. We like to describe Emmaus Way as a community of people who've been captivated by the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we gather each week to ponder and practice that good news and let it lead us into participation in the work God is doing in each other and in our Durham community. Uh, this is a special Sunday as we celebrate seven of our youngest community members by joining with them and their parents to affirm their place in our Emmaus Way community and in the global universal community of the church. And we're glad that you're here to be part of that in ways that we try and, we're gonna try and live into tonight. One of the fondest hopes that our community has had is to welcome children as full and free participants in our life together, not as future tense contributors to our specific vision of Christian faith, but rather as present tense participants in our communal seeking after God. Because we think that following the example of Jesus, we get the sense that genuinely welcoming the unique perspective of children in our midst is one of the ways we begin to understand what the kingdom of God really looks like. And so, yeah, we're glad that you're with us for that here tonight. One of the ways that we try and integrate our kids every single week is to have this community song element that they lead us in. And we actually have a couple of our children's teachers here in the room with us tonight, along with our kids. Rhody's one of those and is going to help our kids lead us in this community song. Where's Aiden? There he is. Aiden, are you going to sing loudly? You know this song? It's the one we do every week. It's your, you know this one really well. Right, I think we're going to sing it through three times, so join in as you as you pick it up. We are pilgrims on a journey. We are travelers on the road. We are here to help each other walk the mile and bear the So, uh, this is a time we always leave a little bit of time and space for announcements going on in our community. I didn't come in with any uh, that I know of, but it's good to always leave some open space for that. So, anyone that remembers something that we didn't remember? 
Ellen, right, yes. Yes, what? Yes, stand up and tell us. <laughs> yes, this Saturday, um, David and I are going to celebrate with you. If you will join us um, in the evening, we will have dance and food and fun, and um, all we do is bring up one home, and we will provide Thanks. Ellen and Dave just got married not that long ago, out of state, and so this is our chance to celebrate with them, and they're looking to sort of merge their many communities that they love all together. So yes, Sheets over there, and we should send one more email reminder this week, too. Don't let us forget to do that. Yeah. Anything else? Community announcement? Okay, with that, I will say a few of our always standard things. Back on that welcome table Ellen mentioned, there's green and yellow cards back there. If you don't know much about Emmaus Way, if you're new to us and you fill out a yellow card, that's a good way to get on some of our standard communication listservs. We send out a weekly email. We have a social listserv that sort of gives information about community events. And that green card has a little bit of information about us. Also back there on that table, there's a metallic bowl where we accept gifts um, to sort of invest and support in the work that we're doing here in this community. You can do that online as well. But yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much all I have. And with that, oh, oh, wait, Laura has our lay leader, Laura Wooten. team that keeps us on track and budget and all those things. With this, I'm going to invite Rody up and Carter. Rody, we've known for a good long, at least since the summer, as our intern, and Carter's relatively new to us, but two folks from our community leading us in music tonight, and yeah, they're going to sort of prepare our time together. Into the doorway of temptation's angry flame. 
Um, and then if you want, there's food in the back too. So we also do food at Emmaus Way. So there are really good snacks in the back. So grab a snack, grab some water and coffee, and then we'll come back together in just a minute. If everybody would find their way back towards the center, that would be great. And as we're coming back toward the center, could I get one person to read our text for tonight? Anybody? Just start reading. As the people were filled with expectations and all the questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether it might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I bet had you in water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, beloved. With you I am well pleased. Thanks so much, Elizabeth. And normally at Amaze Way, we would have a dialogue around this text, but given all of the excitement tonight with baptism and the fabulous children that are with us, um, we decided that I would just riff a little bit and have a condensed homily. So we'll see how this goes. People. When I think about this text, I think about the people. People filled with expectation, people questioning in their hearts, people standing around with great anticipation, people surrounding John and then Jesus, people walking into the baptismal waters, people. It's the emphasis on the people gathered I find most stirring in Luke's account of the baptism. And it's the people gathered this evening that will hold poignant places when you re-narrate and or remember this night for years to come. Just think about it for a moment. In your own life, in those significant moments of life and faith, what do you remember most? The language spoken, the words said, or the people gathered to celebrate and walk this path of faith and life with you? whatever may come, happiness, sorrow, joy. Some of you may know the 1989 Christian work, I believe it was a bestseller, was a bit too young to know that for sure, um, Balcony People by Joyce Landorf Heatherly and the many riffs that spun off of her work. But for those that don't, the premise of the book is that we can either be basement people or balcony people pulling others down, or affirming, supporting, and loving those in our lives. Overly simplistic, right? Yet a dear friend of mine, three like Ivy League degrees, at the top of her intellectual game, who on most days claims atheism, clings to this notion of balcony people. For as my friend put it to me over a decade ago, it is the balcony people the ones showing up at key moments of your life, who you know are cheering you on, believing in you even when you don't believe in yourself, holding you up when you cannot stand, reminding you who you are and whose you are, holding out 10 number 10 placards, not because you're a perfect 10, but merely because you're beloved and of worth. Those balcony people to me are the closest things, thing to God's love I have ever known. Perhaps the people gathered in Luke's account of the baptism were in fact balcony people. Now I don't know if they realized they were balcony people in that moment, but I think they quickly realized they must be. For you see, what happened at Jesus' baptism is pretty remarkable, really. Not only does he dip into baptismal waters and be washed into a new life, a significant moment in and of itself, but the heavens opened, torn apart, and the Holy Spirit, 
God descended. In that moment, that which separated us from God was no longer. God was no longer behind firmament up in the clouds at a distance. But here among us, calling Jesus, calling all of us God's beloved. And I think God knew Jesus might need some balcony people to remind him of that truth along his journey. That's why the emphasis is on the people that gathered. For even if you are God incarnate, being told, beloved, with you I am well pleased is still rather disorienting, even in the best possible, most joyous way. And even if God incarnate, you still need people, balcony people, walking with you on the journey of life to remind you that yes, you are in fact God's beloved. And so Jesus, throughout his life, had those reminding him of his belovedness from the beginning until the very end. Simeon in the temple, John the Baptist in the waters, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus in their home, Peter, James, and John in the boat at sea, Mary, mother of Jesus at the cross, Mary Magdalene at the tomb, the friends along the road to Emmaus. These and many others were Jesus' balcony people, saints, the dedicated, the baptized, his people for the journey. And we too, just like Jesus, need people to be with us as we see God open the heavens and call us each beloved. Because we cannot do this thing of raising children or ourselves up in faith alone, no matter where we fall on the diverse theological spectrum that is Emmaus Way, we need one another, reminding us of our belovedness on both the easiest and the hardest days. For there seems to be a fullness and completeness of God's love that comes in being in community. We need a community, however imperfect we may be, to walk alongside us, knowing that God's love comes in quiet solitude and in the ripping open of the heavens, but also knowing God's love manifests most fully in community. For we find the fullness, I think, of divine love as we give it and live it just like the saints we remember on this Sunday, on All Saints Day. What makes a saint, notes Barbara Brown Taylor, extravagance, excessive love, flagrant mercy, radical affection, exorbitant charity, immoderate faith, intemperate hope, inordinate love, none of which is an achievement a badge to be earned or a trophy to be sought. All are secondary byproducts of the one thing that truly makes a saint, which is the love of God, which is membership in the body of Christ, which is what all of us, living and dead, remembered and forgotten, great souls and small have in common. Some of us may do more with that love than others and may find ourselves able to reflect in a way that causes others to call us saints, but the, one, but the title is one that has been given to us all by virtue of our baptism. The moment we rose dripping from the holy water, we joined the communion of saints. And we cannot go back any more than we can give back our names or the blood in our veins. A few years ago, my friend who loves the notion of balcony people had experienced profound loss and turmoil on her journey. And so, when she was to give an address at Girl State, some of her people got an idea. What if we were to literally sit in the balcony of this auditorium and hold up huge posters that had the number 10 on them and beloved on them and hold them up throughout her entire speech, knowing she would not see them until the lights were up, but knowing symbolically and literally she was not alone in that speech nor was she alone on this journey of life. For she had people, and those people would carry her through. People. It's the people gathered I find most gripping in this text. Balcony people, saints, the dedicated, the baptized, all the people. Yes, even us. We, the people. All of us gathered here people then and people now that help us know of our belovedness, the very essence of who we are, claimed in our dedications, affirmed in our baptism, remembered in community. And in this knowing, 
and remembering of our belovedness, this dedication and baptism Sunday and every day thereafter, we, the people gathered, are invited to live into and remind others that belovedness permeates joy. Or as Christian Wyman puts it, that durable, inexhaustible, essential, and adequate word, that seed of being which can bud even in our circumstance of ice, so that faith suddenly is not something one need contemplate, struggle for, or even have really, but is simply there. And this joy is something we'll dialogue about more fully in the coming weeks. But tonight, let us take a moment to pause and give thanks for what unspeakable joy permeates this place. In the laughter, hope, smiles, squeals, and yes, perhaps even some tears and screams of children as we dedicate and baptize seven of our own, promising to love them as a community into greater and greater love. And let us pause and look around at the people who have gathered tonight in body and spirit to witness and be a part of these dedications and baptisms as we remind one another that we communally promise that none of us walk this journey of life alone. Just as Jesus the Christ did not walk the journey alone, neither will we or our children. And let us remember, as we hear the baptismal waters pour tonight, God continuing to open the heavens once again, calling each of us, beloved, in you I am well pleased. For tonight, in the words of Frederick Buechner, we need to be reminded that at its heart, Christianity is joy, and laughter, and freedom, and the reaching out of arms to embrace one another. The unspeakable joy sometimes of just being alive. The miracle sometimes of being just who we are with the blue sky and the green grass. The faces of our friends and the waves of the ocean being just what they are. The joy of release, of being suddenly well when before we were sick of being forgiven when before we were ashamed and afraid, of finding ourselves loved when we were lost and alone. Even now, in this place, for we are the people gathered, fiercely and intimately walking with those being dedicated and baptized on this day and all days to come, reminding one another of our belovedness with deep joy as we journey together in life, whatever may come. Beginning now with our infant dedication and communal blessing found in your bulletin. You will read the bold sections. Blessed be God, creator, Christ, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God's kingdom. There is one body and one spirit. There is one Lord, and God's calls to us. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God, inherit of all. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Glory to you, Lord Christ. At this time, all of the parents and kids being dedicated, if you would come in front of the open table. open table.
What are the odds that Molly and I tie these microphones up at least I once? I think it's pretty I'm, high. I'm putting it about 75%. Maybe not a trip tonight, but we'll try our best. We'll Maybe uh, it'll be me if somebody falls. Hey, I want to welcome all three of you real quickly. What a, our three families, what a pleasure. And just a quick reminder, Ben said this so wonderfully at the beginning, that life at Emmaus Way is not at ever any point of waiting for people to be part of our community. And so this is a great celebration for us to be able to say that these precious little ones are already part of us. And it also is a reminder that you, hopefully you never have the sense that you're in this alone because we've always been committed to this idea of raising the children in this community in, in a community, relying on each other. So we're absolutely delighted to, to join you guys in this. All right, so we're going to start with a charge to the parents, which you all will respond communally. Will you be responsible for seeing that this child you present is brought up in the Christian faith and life? Will you, by your prayers and witness, help this child to grow into the full stature of Christ? Do you renounce all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? Do you repent of the sins that separate us from God and neighbor? Do you turn to Jesus Christ? Do you put your whole trust in Christ's grace and love? And do you promise to follow in his ways as seen and understood through the Gospels? Fantastic. So now we're going to dedicate Zoe, who is looking ready. <laughs> Are you ready, Zoe? And this will be, uh, uh, we'll begin with our prayer here. Zoe, I hear sometimes that when we pray, you like to hold hands. Do you want to hold hands with your dad? Or sit. <laughs> those, are, those are all good. All right. I was telling Kyle, we dedicated Keenan many, many years ago in a large, large church. He spent the whole time grabbing my nose. And, and I think it was on a screen. So uh, uh, we are ready for all things here today. Um, so let us now pray for the spiritual life of Zoe Kennedy Clark Sutton and those who care for her and guide her. Deliver Zoe, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Open her heart to your grace and truth. Fill her with your holy and life-giving spirit. Keep her in the faith and communion of your holy church. Teach her to love others in the power of the Spirit. Send her into the world in witness to your love. Bring her to the fullness of your peace and glory. Zoe Kennedy Clark Sutton, we receive you in the household of God. Confess the faith of Christ crucified. Proclaim Christ's resurrection and share with us in the eternal priesthood. All right. Fantastic. Good job, So now we will dedicate Solomon Kai, Clark Sutton. All right, here we go. Solo, are you going to let me pick you up? Maybe hold this for you. Yeah, that'd be great. Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. How are you? How are you? Yeah, how are you? Okay, we will now pray for Solomon Kai, Clark Sutton. Let us now pray for his spiritual life and those that care for and guide him. Deliver Solomon, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, hear our prayer. Open his heart to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill him with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep him in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach him to love others in the power of the Spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Send him into the world in the witness to your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring him to the fullness of your peace and glory. Lord, hear our prayer. Solomon Kai Clark Sutton, we receive you into the household of God. Confess the faith of Christ crucified. Proclaim Christ's resurrection and share with us in the eternal priesthood. And you can play with lots of microphones when you're at this church. Yeah. Exactly right. 
morning. <laughs> All right, Solo. Now we're going to dedicate Desmond. You think Desmond's going to let me hold him, or do you want to hold him? Why don't you hold him? <laughs> That's all right. So let us now pray for the spiritual life of Desmond Marcus Nakley and those who care for him and guide him. Deliver Desmond, O oh Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, hear our prayer. Open his heart to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill him with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep him in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach him to love others in the power of the spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Send him into the world and witness to your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring him to the fullness of your peace and glory. So Desmond Marcus Nagley, we receive you now into the household of God. Confess the faith of Christ crucified, proclaim Christ's resurrection, and share with us in the eternal priesthood. And you did. my special girl. I get to see her in our every Tuesday morning meeting. We all get to do that. So uh, this is our charge to Ben and Amanda. Um, will you be responsible for seeing that the child that you present today is brought up in the Christian faith and life? Will you, by your prayers and witness, help these children to grow, or this child to grow into the full stature of Christ? Do you renounce all the spiritual forces of wickedness that rebel against God? Do you renounce the evil powers of this world which corrupt and destroy the creatures of God? Do you repent of the sins that separate us from God and neighbor? You can, you can renounce and repent. That, that's actually even better, I think. I don't know, something theological. Do you turn to Jesus Christ? Do you put your whole trust in Christ's grace and love? Do you promise to follow in his ways as seen and understood through the Gospels? All right, Ro, are you going to let me hold you for the prayer and baptism? Hi, buddy. Loving your corduroy, man. That's awesome. All right. Let us pray for the spiritual life of Rowan Violet Haas and those who care for and guide her. 
Deliver Rowan, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Our prayer. Open her heart to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill her with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep her in the life and communion of the Holy Church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach her to love others in the power of the Spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Send her into the world in witness to your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring her to the fullness of your presence and glory. Lord, hear our prayer. All right, Rogue. Tim's going to baptize. All right. He's going to baptize. Probably going to baptize Molly here, too, but we'll see. <laughs> so, Rowan, uh, Violet Haas, I baptize you now in the name of the Creator, Christ, and Holy Spirit. You are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Amen. Let's children who have been dedicated and baptized, held and sustained in love and hope, as well as by water. Sustain them, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give them an inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. And help us, as we, their community, promise to love them into greater and greater love. Amen. Amen. Let us welcome the newly dedicated and baptized. We receive you into the household of God. Confess the faith of Christ crucified. Proclaim his resurrection and share with us his eternal priesthood. All praise and thanks to you. Most merciful Creator, for adopting us as your own children, for incorporating us in the whole church, and for making us worthy to share in the inheritance of the saints in life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. All right. Fantastic. So we are concluding tonight with two baptisms. Uh, that's where the, the pool is here. Are we going to take mics all the way to that end? I'm what gonna, if we take one? We're, we'll we're going to use this mic, right? No, we're going to take this one. Ben says take okay. this one. We'll take one mic. So Anna so and Anna, Ada, Ada, where are you got? We're going to do some believers' baptism. <laughs> we baptize always. All righty. Um, yeah, there we go. We got it. Perfect. Okay, I think this is good. Yeah, we made it. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so would you hold this in the microphone? So we first, yeah, that'd be great. We're first going to baptize Anna. Anna Travis So Anna, do you desire to be baptized? In baptism, God calls us out of darkness into God's marvelous light. To follow Christ means dying to sin and rising to new life with Jesus. Therefore, I ask, do you reject all the spiritual forces of wickedness that fight against God? Do you reject the evil powers of this world which hurt and destroyed the creatures of God? Do you feel sorry and turn away from the sins that separate us from God and other people? Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your savior? Do you put your whole trust in Jesus' grace and love? Do you promise to follow and obey Jesus as your Lord? All right, so Anna... So our kids last year, or in the past, have learned about the shell and the significance of the shell in baptism. So Anna is going to step, or you, you want to step into the water? Okay, so Anna's going to step into the water, and what if you face this way, like face forward? Does that work? 
Yeah, take off your shoes probably. Yeah, your mom might prefer that you do that. You can totally, whatever you would like. All right. Okay. Yeah. Anna Travis Eford, I baptize you in the name. Here, do I take your glasses? Yeah, let's make that too. Yes. I baptize you in the name of the Father. the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Anna, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. Thanks be to God. Step into the pool, I think. Ada, we're going to figure this out. Uh, but step in. I haven't even checked out the water here. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty nice. Not too cold. Okay. All right, Miss Ada. Um, so, Ada Madeline Rodenheiser, do you d desire to be baptized today? In baptism, God calls us out of darkness into God's marvelous light. To follow Christ means dying to sin and rising to new life with him. Therefore, I ask, do you reject all the spiritual forces of wickedness that fight against God? Yes, I do. Fantastic. Do you reject the evil powers of this world which hurt and destroy the creatures of God? Yes, I do. Do you feel sorry and turn away from the sins that separate us from God and other people? Do you turn to Jesus Christ and accept him as your Savior? Yes, I do. Do you put your whole trust in Jesus' grace and love? Yes, I do. Do you promise to follow and obey Jesus as your Lord? Yes, I do. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay. So let us pray together. Gracious God, we thank you that by water and the Holy Spirit, you have bestowed upon these your servants the forgiveness of sin and have raised them to new life of grace. Sustain them, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give them an inquiring and discerning heart and courage to will and to pers persevere, a spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all of your works. And help us, as we their community promise, to love them into great and greater love. Amen. Let us now welcome the newly baptized. charge the community back up at the front.
All right. So now let us join in the charge to the community, for we are these children's people gathered here. Will you who witness these vows do all in your power to support these persons in their life in Christ? Let us join with those who are committing themselves to Christ and renew our own covenant. Do you believe in God the Creator? I believe in God, the Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, Christ's only Son, our Lord. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread, and in the prayers? I will, with God's help. Will you persevere in resisting evil, and whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord? I will, with God's help. Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? I will, with God's help. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? I will, with God's help. Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? I will, with God's help. And just as been our tradition, I wanted to lead us in a, a moment of prayer together where you have the opportunity to speak aloud. These are just such beautiful Sundays for us. We absolutely love these kids, uh, ones that we've known for a month, for a year, or uh, Ada and Anna for a really, really long time. And so uh, it's just a real privilege for us. And it's exciting for us to be able to speak aloud. So let me just uh, offer a space if you want to say a prayer, uh, a, a word, a sentence, uh, whatever for the, these beautiful, precious kids. Brian and Christine for praying for our community. It's very appreciated. Let's conclude together uh, speaking the final prayer together as we uh, not only receive these children, but we embrace their families once again and embrace them with a, a sense of hope, expectation, and profound joy for their presence in our lives. Let's pray together. Remember, O oh Lord, what you have brought in us and not what we deserve. And as you have called us to your service, Make us worthy of your calling through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. All right. We did Baptism Dedication Sunday on Daylight Savings Sunday. Um, I woke up this morning to Instagram with all my friends posting that their children did not sleep last night. I woke up at 3 in the morning, and I was like, oh, oops. But we did it, and it was wonderful. Um, what a blessed, beloved community these children are a part of. But now we will have Rhody and Carter come up and lead us in confession and absolution.
mistakes I have made mistakes I continue to make them The promises I've made The promises I've made I continue to break them And all the doubts I faced all the doubts I faced, I continue to face them. But nothing is a waste. Nothing is a waste if you learn from it. And the sun does not cause us, the sun does not cause us to grow. Time I blink, I see you. 
and walking to the table, I, I will confess there are probably, first from the lens of, a, of being a parent, and all of us have either parenting or have been parented, um, well or poorly, and believe me, uh, from my point, uh, Mimi and I so many times sat around and said, where are the grown-ups in this situation? Surely they're going to come in the house and figure this out, and it never happened, um, but, but in terms of the two things that I think we most needed all the time is we needed space to confess, to say we have made mistakes. In fact, um, I don't know if any of you guys, anybody who's uh, either received this or given this, uh, we never put it past ourselves every now and then to bribe our kids. And, uh, and I will be quick to say that I bribed our kids 22 and 20 just a week ago. I was thinking about just something that I had done. I thought, oh my gosh, I was reading something for a class I was teaching and I was realizing I have really, really messed that up with both my kids. And, I, and so I called them up. And I was like, if you will listen to this text that we're doing, I will make it good. Believe me, if you will, if you will pull it down on Audible and listen to it uh, after finals or whenever you want to, please listen to this because I have made some mistakes. And this is my way of your saying, Dad, I know, but it's okay. I mean, confession has been so significant. The second thing, though, even more than confession, is a community of people that absolve you because we bring it all into this whole thing, right? In terms, not just parenting, and this is the switch here, is that in the context that we're doing now, we're not talking about nuclear families. Uh, good, good luck, Chelsea, with your kids. Uh, that's not the mindset. It, it's, it's a we. We are nurturing not only children, but each other. And in the nurturing of each other, we have made mistakes. We fall. We fail. We don't always get it right. We need absolution. We need people who greet us and say, it is absolutely okay that you weren't able to live into, whether it's the minister's liturgy or any part of our life together. And we are close enough as we sit in the round and look at each other, we are close enough that we know each other's mistakes. We know each other's failures. We've asked each other's questions that we don't have the answer to. We have been in each other's embrace. 
And that truly is the spirit that we take to the table as we imagine ourselves at an open table space, a space where everyone is invited to eat and to drink. We are doing those acts again. We are confessing our failures. We're being absolved in those things because we're part of something that's much larger than individual performance. So I say that to the moms and dads running around out here. It is larger than our performance. You will still feel bad about it from time to time. Oh, five years from now, 10 years from now, 50 years from now, but you're not doing it alone. And as for our own life in the community together, we are not doing it alone. All that we vow to do, we vow to do with each other. We always imagine the table space is more than just a narration of what Christ has done. It's not a memorialization simply, but it is a space where an encounter happens. We believe in the presence of Christ in that space, and we also believe the presence of God's voice in that space, often through each other. And we tell our stories, we cry a little bit sometimes at the table, we laugh and we hug a lot. And I invite you to do that now with confession on your lips that we have made mistakes. We are not a complete or perfect people, but we are a people together with huge ambitions, goals, and dreams. So I invite you now to the table. Our, our way of doing the communion, Molly said this earlier, we have a very rowdy communion table because it takes rowdiness to hug and embrace and to talk and to listen and to hear a story and remember. Remember a story from last week. So we're pretty loud at the table, but what we do do is we serve each other. So if you're around someone, we break bread, we pour wine or juice for each other, or there's gluten-free crackers as well. Um, we offer them to each other and just say the, the body of Christ broken for you, the blood of Christ shed for you, or, or anything you would like to say. Uh, but embrace each other at the table uh, with the recognition that we're not just passing food around, but sacred things show up in this space. And it's our chance to confess, be absolved, and live in hope. Join us at the table.